Welcome brides and bridal biz besties to the Pick a Seat, Not a Side podcast, where we unravel the secrets to a bride's dream wedding experience and empower makeup artists and hairstylists to take their businesses to the next level. I'm your host, Patrice Williams, and not too long ago, I went from being a stressed out, overworked, and underpaid assistant director in higher education to being the owner of a thriving, multiple six-figure bridal beauty business. I'm here to share the lessons that I've learned and the wisdom that I've gained working with both brides and freelancers from lots of trial and error, mistakes, losses, but also a good deal of wins. So I'm so grateful that you've tuned in to the Pick a Seat, Not a Side podcast, where we are covering all things bridal and beauty. So grab a snack and pick a seat, but not a side. Oh my gosh. Welcome to the first freaking episode of pick a seat, not a side podcast. I'm like so unbelievably grateful and just so unbelievably excited to just be on this journey with everyone to talk about some of the hot takes that I have, talk about some of the things that I've learned over the years that are going to benefit both brides and bridal beauty pros. Um, So I just wanted to really, in today's episode, just lay out a format and talk about what we can expect what the purpose is of this podcast, tell you a little bit more about me, and then just give like a little bit of a preview on what kind of topics we're going to be talking about, some of the guests that I'd love to have on. So this is truly like the most indie journey I have ever been on in my entire life. I have just full disclosure, no idea what I'm doing. And I mean, does anybody really? (laughs) But we're going to figure it out and we're going to learn it together along the way. And I'm just really, really excited about some of the conversations that we're going to have, some of the hot takes that might hurt a little bit, but are going to be great. They're all going to be with the purpose of love. So I am just really pumped to just like open up some dialogue um, on some of the things that I have learned some of the things that I've experienced in the bridal beauty industry and some of the things that brides have experienced and some of the things that other bridal professionals have experienced. So today's episode, three goals we're going to hit. A, we're going to talk about the purpose of pick a seat, not a side. B, I want to share a little bit more information about me. So I'll read you a little bit of credentials. That way, you know, I'm not a phony baloney. (laughs) And then three, we're just going to kind of give a preview of what to expect in the future. So long story short, I decided to start the podcast because I have a lot to say. (laughs) I have a lot of hot takes. I have a lot of unpopular opinions, um, but I also have a lot of insight and helpful information for both brides that are planning their wedding and bridal beauty business pros that want to up-level their business. So being both a business owner being a hair and makeup artist in the business, working with brides, working with hundreds of brides, and then being an employer to other hair and makeup artists. Over the years and with all of those experiences, I've definitely learned and I'm still learning, let's be real, nobody ever has this thing 100% nailed down, but I have learned how to build something sustainable, um, something relatively profitable, and something that allows our clients to have a top tier experience with us. So for brides, what you're going to learn 
from this podcast is you are going to learn how to get down the aisle stress-free because that's what we're all looking for is someone that's planning their wedding themselves. <laughs> um, we want to make sure that we have the most seamless experience possible. So you are going to learn how to pick the best vendors, how to know who is right for you, how to know what to look for and how to have the best time from engagement up to wedding day. And then for bridal beauty business professionals, and let me just tell you this word bridal beauty business is not my friend. I have probably started over on this episode about 20 times because of the freaking word bridal beauty business owner. That's a problem because that's what I am. And that is part of who this podcast is for, but that's okay. (laughs) That's okay. So for the bridal beauty business professionals, uh, you're going to learn how to create a five-star experience for your clients. That way you get more reviews because what do more reviews do? They attract more clients. What do more clients get you? They get you more income. And I want to break the notion that income and money is all that it's about because it's also about protecting your peace. It's also about enjoying your job. There is a lot of turnover in this industry, a lot of turn and burn. A lot of people that have once had bridal beauty businesses and are like, yo, F that can't do it anymore. So we're really going to learn how to do all of those things, but make it sustainable. And over the years, all of these lessons that I'm going to be sharing on this podcast, all of the conversations that we're going to be having have come by way of straight up trial and error. Yes, I've worked with business coaches. Yes, I have a lot of friends in the industry. Yes, I have the corporate experience that supports the professional side of things. But until you do it yourself, until your boots are in the bullish, until your boots are on the ground, nobody tells you how to do this. So I am done gatekeeping. I am going to let you guys know how to do this. I am going to talk about mistakes that I've made, mistakes that I still to this day make, things that I'm trying to backpedal from, but we're going to have very raw, open and honest conversations. So you're going to hear a lot of, like I said, hot takes. You're going to hear a lot of unpopular opinions, but it is all A, met with love and B, meant to make sure that you have an effective experience, whether you are a bride that's getting married or whether you are a hair and makeup artist that's building your business. And before I go introducing myself and telling you a little bit more about me, I absolutely have to share with you (laughs) how I came up with this name. Um, There was just one random day where I was thinking of a name for the podcast and writing down just like different cheeky wedding sayings like here comes the bride. And as a matter of fact, let me see if I can find the list because it should still be in this particular notebook. OMG, I freaking found it. So (laughs) I was writing down cheeky like wedding sayings and things that you see on like Etsy and things that you see on those acrylic signs at someone's wedding. And I'm not going to lie, wedding hells 
was a close second. Uh, but I wrote down things like wedding bells, um, bride Bible, bridal beauty Bible. And bridal beauty Bible was also almost it. But it was giving rubber baby buggy bumpers. And I just couldn't do that to myself. And I couldn't do that to anyone else. Like happily ever after, um, all dressed in white, signature drink. And then I was like, wait a minute pick a seat not a side I was like oh, because the sign says pick a seat not a side we're all family once the knot is tied and sometimes it rhymes with like groom and the bride or whatever um but pick a seat not a side I was like this is absolutely freaking perfect because there are so many differing perspectives in this industry with, you know, other professionals. So professional to professional, from bride to professional, from vendor to vendor. And all of those differing opinions, unfortunately, can cause just like this invisible divide, which is crazy to me because we all have the same common goal, whether you're a bride or a bridal beauty business professional. And our goal between us and the bride is to get that girl down the aisle looking fly and having a great time. And then as professionals, obviously our goal is to build our businesses and make more income and have a great time doing what we love, right? So breaking that divide by picking a seat and not a side, I was like, Patrice, you have absolutely outdone yourself. And I was done for like a week after that. I don't even know if I logged into my email because I was just like, I have ascended. I have figured out the meaning of life. Therefore, that is all that I can do right now. So <laughs> that is how we came up with the podcast name. So for those of you that don't know, my name is Patrice Williams. I own, operate, and do both hair and makeup in my company called MU8 Bridal Beauty, which is based in the Philadelphia area, providing both hair, makeup, and aesthetic services to predominantly brides. Yes, we may every once in a while take the one-off hair and makeup client. We may take the one-off waxing client or anyone that's looking for aesthetic services. However, the meat and potatoes of our business is in bridal. But I started doing makeup in 2015 after just being like completely lost, completely confused in what I wanted to do with my career. I started off right out of college in the mental health field. I was a caseworker for a few years. And then I was just like, whoa, I am too young to be dealing with a lot of these issues that I'm dealing with from other people. So like, yeah, no, went and got a desk job for a year and realized that I cannot sit down at work for an entire day. So that ish ain't going to work. Um, and then I transitioned into higher education and I always knew that, um, I wanted to do something in the educational field, which hence surprise, surprise, it's no shocker that I'm starting a podcast. Um, but I just didn't know how to get into it. So after being fed up in the desk job, I transitioned into higher education. Um, but all in all, I have tried it all. I, like I said, I've done casework, child, I done taught Zumba. I have done network marketing. <laughs> um, but I ended in higher ed right before I transitioned into running the business you know, full time. So while I started in higher education around 2015, I had done my makeup and posted a picture of myself because actually, let me back that story up. 
huh, I had gone through just a breakup with somebody that was super, super toxic. It, we're, we're not even going to give that person power or attention or airtime. Um, but just after that relationship ended, I was just kind of bored and I've always been relatively creative. I've always liked to draw. Um, I don't know that I could do it anymore, but I've always just had like this creative knack. I had a phase where I was like doing nails, um, painting. So just, I, I just needed a creative outlet, right? So I did my makeup one day because that was just the creative outlet that I was looking for at that time and posted a picture on Facebook and someone commented, oh my gosh, you should totally do other people's makeup for a living. And I was just like, okay, this is a joke, but cool story, bro. Fast forward a couple of months, I was in a wedding, in my friend's wedding from college, and I just got to talking to the makeup artist. Her name is Tish. I will always, always, always tell this story. I will always be grateful for her. I will always be grateful for meeting her. Um, But I met Tish in 2015 when I was in a wedding, and I just got to talking about her life and why she loves the business and like, what does a day-to-day look? like and as she was talking you would have thought that I was listening to Jesus talk like you would have thought that I was Tish's disciple so as she's going to pack up and leave I just start hysterically crying like Kim K ugly freaking crying and at the time I didn't understand it just because like it's somebody else's wedding day what the freak Um, but in hindsight it's because it was the first time and I'm gonna put a pin in the story for a second I am not or I do not claim to be an insightful person at all I do not understand and I am jealous of anyone who's like I had a download from the universe I had a download from God I just knew my gut told me I feel like I'm not good at recognizing like intuition and signs and revelations and whatnot child I will sit up at a psychic's office once a month just to make sure I'm not dragging my life to hell you feel me so for the first time in my life when I met her and as she was packing up to leave, all these emotions came out because it was the first time that I truly felt like, oh my God, this was a divine moment. This is something that I'm supposed to be doing. I am supposed to be here. I was supposed to have this conversation. This is so divinely orchestrated and I truly feel that I got a glimpse into what my purpose is supposed to be. And for that reason, I will always be forever grateful to Tish because I came home and posted on Facebook, hey, I think that I want to try this makeup thing. Um, Anybody want to like get their makeup done for free? So for months and months and months, I took just free clients in my bathroom and I won't even call them clients. I just took practice faces in my bathroom literally multiple times a week for months and months and months until someone reached out for the first time and said, hey, we want to hire you to do the wedding makeup. And I was like, uh, okay, how do you do that? <laughs> and she was like, what do you charge? And I was like, uh, I don't know. And I'm like, uh, maybe I need a contract. Oh, shoot. Maybe I need like a real kit. Like, okay, I'm just going to figure this out. And I literally started there at that wedding figured it out, 
built along based on trial and error along the way until I got to 2020. And in 2020, we had this fun thing called coronavirus, <laughs> formerly known as COVID. But while I was working as an assistant director in higher education, um, they sent us home for what we and of course, everybody else in the world thought was just going to be two weeks, which I was like, oh my God, this is the best thing that could ever happen to me. I'm taking makeup clients, I'm taking lash clients. And I talk a little bit about this on the Confident AF podcast with Alicia. But I thought that this was like a best case scenario. Scenario. I was like, F yeah, F these people. I'm checking my email maybe twice a day, maybe three times if you're lucky. But for the most part, I'm taking my lash clients because I did lash extensions at the time and I'm taking my makeup clients. Well, joke was on me because nobody was getting lashes and nobody was going anywhere. So nobody was getting makeup. And after that realization, On a random Thursday, I'll never forget, we get an email from HR that says we have chosen some people in the company to have half of their hours and pay reduced and you're one of those people. Uh, Let us know if you have any questions. So I'm like hysterical crying. I call my manager, literally scream crying in the phone. And she's like, well, I got the email too. So after that situation, I just realized how unbelievably disposable I was and it didn't matter what kind of impact I had on the job, it didn't matter what kind of impact I had on students, how much change I brought to the college, how much change I brought to the department. It was as simple as just a random email on a random Thursday at two o'clock for someone to be like, "Mm, yeah, actually, we're going to cut your pay in half. So good luck. Arrivederci, mother upper. So after that realization of just being disposable and just being uncared for and I hate to be so melodramatic about it but just knowing that this is not a safe position to be in and things can change at the drop of a hat I was like you know what I gotta take a chance on me so I started saving up for aesthetic school because yes you can be a very successful makeup artist without any kind of licensure in Pennsylvania particularly but there is absolutely a cap in my opinion, on how far that can go. So I started saving for beauty school and this was still in 2020. Um, In that time, my mom had passed away and I will forever be grateful for what she left behind. And I'm, I'm really, really condensing this story to, you know, make it quick and concise because there are a lot of other dynamics, a lot of other feelings that went along with losing a parent as well. But From what she left, I was able to completely pay for beauty school. So um, I went to beauty school, graduated, went to my manager in higher education, asked, hey, is there any way that I can like at least work part time here while also running my own business part time? And she said, you know what? It's going to be very dangerous for upper management to see that we can run on less man hours. So it's going to be a no for me. So I gave it a week and I came back and I said, well, since I can't work, part-time I'm gonna work no time (laughs) so after the last day of the semester good luck with all this and of course I said it in a much more professional way than that but that situation of being furloughed during COVID was the driving force of me just saying you know what it's time to take a chance on me I'd rather know that I had full control over my success over my income over the outcome of the business rather than putting it 100% in somebody else's hands that just didn't feel safe at all. 
So after I left the college, I freelanced for just about all of Philadelphia. I worked two salon jobs while getting my bridal business off the ground. I hired a business coach with the inheritance money that my mom left and grew almost dangerously fast. And I know to put it on paper and say, yes, I scaled to six figures in under one year sounds fantastic. Um, But there is almost a detriment to having your business grow as fast as it did, because six figures in one year is not normal. And especially if you don't have the tools, the resources, the knowledge, the acumen to scale the business as it grows, you run into a lot of problems. So that is where all of these like heartbreaks and losses and speed bumps and roadblocks and things come into play because your girl made a lot of freaking mistakes, but also learned a crap ton. And don't get me wrong, I still F up a lot. Um, And growth does not mean perfection, but growth 100% does mean wisdom. All right, so what can you expect from this podcast? Of course, you can expect some piping hot takes and some unpopular opinions. You can expect to hear about a lot of the mistakes that I made along the way and the things that I've learned from. You can also expect to hear about some of the wins that I've had and how I implement them into the business to make sure that I'm always growing, always getting better, and always making sure that I'm having something that's sustainable. Of course, you are going to be able to hear about some exposés, some client stories, both great and not so great, and the things that I learned from them. But everything that is going to be said and talked about in this podcast is 100% done with the intention of love and learning. There will not be any juicy lessons or stories involving actual names. So the identities of people will 100% be protected as will some of the specifics. But the overall lesson in the situation 100% will be there. You can also expect just some raw and honest conversations with other bridal beauty professionals and other clients as well. I think that the beautiful thing about the industry is that so many of us have different experiences, so many of us have different things to offer, and it is not, and nor do I believe, that it is just about my loan perspective. I think that even having open and honest conversations with people that believe nothing that I have to say is going to be just as valuable as hearing what I have to say on my own. So for the brides, We are getting you married. We are getting you the best vendor experiences possible. We're going to teach you how to choose the right vendors and how to have a phenomenal wedding day and a great time in between. And for Bridal Beauty Pros, we are teaching you how to build an unmatched client experience so that you can get those glowing reviews, you can get those clients, you can get that income and just love what you do while you're getting paid for it. So I am so freaking pumped to just be on this journey with all of you. I'm so thankful that you've joined me on this journey. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode and we'll catch you in the next one. Thank you so much, brides and bridal biz besties, for tuning in to another fire episode of Pick a Seat Not a Side, where we empower brides and bridal beauty pros on their journey to the big day. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Pick a Seat Podcast for all of the latest updates. And for all the brides searching for their dream hair and makeup team, be sure to follow MU8 at MU8 Bridal Beauty on Instagram. And you can inquire for your big day at www.mu8bridalbeauty.com. 
We would absolutely love your podcast support. So please be sure to subscribe and leave us a sparkling review if you're loving what you're hearing because your feedback allows us to continue to sprinkle our magic. But until next time, stay beautiful, my friends, and don't forget to pick a seat and not a side. Amigos, I will see